Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Diverse Culture. It is your host, Luwatimiche Sarah Fashipe, aka the Nigerian Goddess, aka your fine Yoruba babe. Boom, we are back with another episode of Diverse Culture in the continent of Asia. And our country is Drumroll Cambodia. Cambodia. Yes, to my Cambodians, Chamrupsa which means hello in the language of Khmer, which we will get to as we move forward with this episode. Welcome back to those people who have been listening and to the new listeners. Welcome to Diverse Culture. This is a place, this is a podcast where we learn together about different countries in different continents around the world. Yes, we learn the culture, we learn the languages, well, not just snippets of what the country is just to give you an insight so if you you know if you're looking for a place to visit for like a vacation this could be the right podcast for you to listen and just to get like insight of what you might see what they might talk about and all that stuff but without further ado let's get right into the podcast okay i was gonna say recording I mean, it's a recording. But anyways, <laughs> like I said, Chamrupso. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. That means hello in Cambodian in the language of Khmer. Khmer, Khmer, Khmer. K-H-N-E-R. All right. Cambodian. Cambodia, sorry. Cambodia has a land area of 1,000 feet. One, zero, three, five kilometers. In the southwestern part of, excuse me, Indochina Peninsula, about about 20% of the land is used for agriculture. The capital of Cambodia is Phnom Penh, Phnom Penh, which is spelled P-H-N-O-M. P-E-N-H. Phnom Penh influences, has influences of many Asian culture as well as France and the United States, which can be seen around in um, the capital. Its languages are Khmer language. Mon Khmer is largely spoken in Cambodia. The influence of Thailand, Vietnam, uh, the language is used in Asian, Asian Khmer Empire, and there are obviously other languages like Chinese, Vietnamese, Cham, and Mun Khmer. In its ethnicity, it has different ethnicities and it has different religion. Its main religion are Buddhism, Islam, Christianity, and Animism. I think I said that right. Buddhism is about 96%, I believe. Islam is about 1.9%. Christianity is like 0.4%. And animism is about 0.8%. I've never heard of um, a religion named animism. So that's quite interesting. Um, The ethnic of Khmer makes most of the population. But but they have Cham, Chinese, Vietnamese. Excuse me. um, Khmer, uh, Khmer Krum and Khoi. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, So, yeah. So, there's different kind of ethnicity as there is in 
different in other countries and you know the influence of Chinese and other Asian countries and obviously French and United States are seen in the country of Cambodia especially in the capital which is Phnom Penh okay um it's said that the government does not um only recognize um the people of Cham and Khmer Lui so yeah moving to the Cambodian flag just to learn more about the flag I love to um talk about the flag because it also helps us know their history and just you know give you an insight of what the country um morals and like you know their background is just when you talk about when you depict what's in the flag if that makes sense so uh, excuse me excuse me relax whoo okay (laughs) Cambodian flag has three horizontal bands blue red and blue red blue so it's red blue and then red and then there's like a white um temple complex i'll get into it so it has a uh three horizontal bands but the color is like two red so it goes i'm trying to remember yeah it goes hold on let me let me be sure before i say the wrong thing yeah so it's blue red and blue sorry not red blue yeah blue red and blue and then the white depiction of the temple of the complex is i think it's like a, a king called aknor west i may be wrong i don't know what i wrote down in the middle of the red band it's like a temple um yeah it was adopted in 1993 the colors are blue and red with the white temple in in the middle the meaning of the two colors represent bravery of the nation liberty and corporation of brotherhood and then the temple symbolizes justice heritage and integrity and i will definitely put um the 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 sites where i got all my information in so just so if you want to look into it further like oh you're like interested if you think i made a mistake or like missed something definitely you know reach out to me for more you know so um and now <laughs> this part everybody already know that this is one of my favorite part to talk about is of course of course the food yes who doesn't like to talk about food who does not like to talk about food if you don't like to talk about food something wrong with you yeah uh, something wrong with you you should at least like to talk about food because food is just food is food okay enough about food <laughs> i mean not enough about food but like you get what i'm saying okay we're just gonna move on traditional foods in cambodia food. like i said i need to make like a like a you know <laughs> anyways the food in cambodia has been shaped by its culture and its history just like any other indigenous country and ethnicity um obviously most of the food that we see it has its influences of vietnams lahos french we get to see different types of traditional cambodian food which would you love to try as i mentioned this um foods traditional foods and i try to describe them as beautiful as they are 
just keep in mind of which one would you like to try if you like you know traveled to Cambodia and you went to the to the to the to the capital of 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 Cambodia which is Phnom Penh you know and you go to their like a uh, 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 restaurant and you sat down you're like give me which is the first one amok i think i pronounced that right which is coconut fish curry one thing i've noticed when um researching like their traditional food they love to use coconut fish curry um garlic um and they love to steam most of their food that i've that i've like you know uh uh what's the word ah what's the word my brain just lost the word but if you know the word that i'm trying to say yeah you understand me okay good so the first on our list is called amok i think i'm pronouncing that right amok tray and it's spelled a m o k oh excuse me <laughs> this is a cambodian national dish it's fragrant and spicy coconut fish tender she steamed in banana leaves which is made with chicken. I mean, well, chicken, tofu, and snail can be the substitute if you didn't get fish. But it is blended with the spice paste, karung, which is also added to the dish. And the spelling of that is K-R-O-E-U-N-G. And if I put... So I have... Uh, Diverse Culture has an Instagram page. So if you want to go follow diverse culture you know i i'm not quite sure what the what the i should have i should have mastered it but i'm pretty sure it's underscore diverse culture it has the logo and everything so if you google it i'm pretty sure you see it and you know i put the pictures just so like especially for the food section so if you're like interested to see how the food look like or you're interested to see how the clothing look like it's on there just go follow diverse underscore diverse culture and you know get to know when we probably going to upload new episodes but moving on um so the next one we have is koi tev this is a noodle soup k-u-y and then t-e-a-v okay this is like a popular breakfast dish um it is made from rice vermicelli i don't know how to pronounce that V-E-R-M-I-C-E-L-L-I. Okay, for those of you who are judging me on my pronunciation, English is not my first language. So, yeah, I'm trying. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it is made from... <laughs> it is made from rice ver- vermicelli. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And um, beef or pork bones. <laughs> Uh, that just made me laugh. The breath is flavored with fried shall- shallot, green onions, garlic, and bean sprouts. <clears throat> okay. And then the next one we have, which is also a noodle soup. but I mean, not noodle soup, but it's the noodles, which is kame noodles. This is num bag chop. It is also a typical noodles dish that's served in breakfast or it can be used as an African as ooh, 
an afternoon snack. Whoa, an afternoon snack. Okay. Uh, it is fermented rice noodles that are handmade in stone or wooden meal meals, saturated with gravy of lemongrass, kaffir lime leaf, galangal, turmeric, and fresh water fish. And it is simmered with what? Coconut milk for hours. See, most of their dishes have coconut in it. Which is if which will be very interesting to taste. Um, the next one we have is kamot pepper crab. Yo, I love seafood, so I would probably want to try this one too, just because it has like crab in it and stuff like that. Uh, okay, so this dish is from the province of Kamot. From the province of Kampot. My, do- my dog is looking at me like, what am I doing? I'm over here talking to myself. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this pe- The Kampot pepper crab is one of the ca- uh, uh, famous Cambodian dish from the Kampot province. It's called Kampot. I don't know why I said Kampot. Kampot. Um... This crab is this fresh, fresh, whole fresh crab are fried with garlicky sauce topped with the famous compote green peppercorn. This sweet crab meat is complemented perfectly by the spice and crunch of the pepper for a dish that is delicious. Ah, just said it, said it all, said it all. They have beef salad too. And then, and the last one that I have here is uh, Samlur Curry, chicken curry. This is a traditional Cambodian chicken curry. Consists of pieces of chicken in a silky smooth coconut sauce that is typically favored with Cambodian kurang paste, shrimp paste, fish sauce, and palm sugar. And all of this said, (laughs) cracking myself up, which sounds like something you would want to try if you, like, you know, when you go visit, if you go visit like a Cambodian restaurant or you go to Cambodia in the capital city of, let me make sure I spell that, say that, Phnom Penh. Would you, which dish would you want to try? Would you want to try hamok, kotev, nambaktuk, kampot, pepper, crab, and then samla, curry. All right, now we're going to move to the traditional clothing um, of Cambodian. Traditional clothing of each country represents the hearts of the culture. To me, and it mostly deals with you know the weather and the reputation of that person in the society. So when when you think of like you know traditional clothes, it has so much meaning behind it. It's not just like a fabric that you just put on your body, but those clothes, those traditional clothes, has like a a, a meaningful background. Why it's created that way, 
why it's mixed with different types of fabric why it's complemented with this type of jewelry so yeah we're just gonna step it off Khmer traditional dresses by the Khmer people for special occasions uh, uh sorry 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 retract Khmer traditional dresses are worn by the Khmer people for special occasions like festival weddings special occasions a lot of special occasions so we have the sampot which is the national clothing and some pot comes in varieties. There's a some pot chunk ben. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And then there's some pot fan mong. And then some pot hall. And then the um well this is not some pot, but it's a it's called krama. So some pot generally is a large rectangular piece, usually a length of five to six feet. Feet. It is wrapped around the lower part of the body and tied up at the belly with various colors and patterns. This clothing is often dyed in five colors, red, yellow, green, blue, and black. Under these are the variations of Sampot, which, which is Sampot Chang Ben. This is not a skirt, but a rectangular pants that is wrapped around the waist, covered along with a sparkling belt for the belly. Which is placed in front of the belly. And then we have some pot fanong. I hope I said that right. Very popular waving fabric from Cambodia. It is up to 52 different colors used in and twilled, weaved on the surface. And then some pot haul. There's two basic types of that, which is the common dress and the cross woven dress. This was influenced by the Indian fabric. It was it is a wrapping skirt with three or five colors like yellow, brown, red, green, and blue. Um, complemented with on that on fabric is complemented with like flowers and geometry patterns or or and animals um, are the main morphids. Morphids? found in the Sampot Hall. And then we have the Krama. It is a traditional Cambodian garment worn by men, women, and children. And it comes in these two colors, in either just two colors, red and blue. Um, something very interesting to see here is that there are similarities and, you know, obviously a little differences from the traditional outfit in the Asian continent. If we go back to what we talked about last time when we talked about um, Medivh, the, the, is it Medivh? One of the countries, one of the Asian, one of the countries in the Asian continent. I'm not sure if it's Medivh. But there, like, if I can remember correctly, some of the 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 way it is like worn is it's similar it has like similar things to it just something to think i may be wrong or i might be saying it wrong but something to think about okay y'all now we're going to the celebration and the festival in cambodia everybody countries has a specific festival have a specific um, celebration is different in each countries and it's so important to see because it also gives you like a background of you know the reason why they 
like, you know, their religion background, their moral background, like I said, like the reason why they celebrate this festivals is because of, you know, history that has happened back then or their ancestors, you know, uh, their ancestors um, culture, you know, um, which is still their culture. But to me, like culture changes as generation um from generation to generation, like the generational cultures are different, like, you know, Gen Z and all that. You get what I'm saying. If you don't, we can talk more about it later. Just, yeah, okay. The celebration and festival of Cambodia. I feel like I'm talking too much, but I mean, that's what podcast is for. It's just tell me you can talk. I'm getting off track. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have the Khmer New Year, which is called Bon Choi. Chanam Thai, y'all Cambodians. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering your um, the pronunciation, but I, I I can assure you that I I googled and I did my research on how to you know pronounce this. So please don't don't hunk at me, okay? All right. <laughs> this is a three day festival affair, and it, ma- it is marked at the end of the. Sorry, let me let me rephrase because that doesn't make sense. It is a three-day affair traditional marks the end of the other season. I don't even know if that one even makes sense either. This is celebrated on April 13 or 14 of each year. So this festival marks the end of the other season. That's what I wanted to say. I don't know why. Okay. And then we have the <clears throat> we have the water festival. This is every November. Um, the water in the Tonle Sap changes course. It's course. And then Cambodians gather in in um Siem Reap and the capital Phnom Penh to celebrate the water festival um um I don't know something happened so my brain just went okay so we have the oh god Pum Ben Ancestors Day this is a 15 day holiday that is usually run from the end of September to mid October to meet October it is said that the spirit of the dead ancestors are thought to be especially active or they can probably return to earth during these days so the people of Cambodia dress in white to bring food offering to the monks some people believe that this offering brings merits to that is indirectly benefits this ancestors and other hold that these offerings are uh, transferred directly to the dead so this kind of reminds me of like the day of the dead in a different way though because i'm pretty sure the day of the dead for the people are celebrated differently um this ones are called ancestry day but you know kind of kind of remind me of that see similarities okay and then we have the royal flung flonging ceremony bon preach no call usually takes place in May. I think this is for like the royal um, thing. I don't know why I didn't write much for that. There's other like traditional, um, traditional, uh, what do I want to say? Celebration and festival. But these are like the big ones that I saw that I thought it would be important for you people to know you know 
just something to get aware of so like if you have a friend that's from Cambodia or you have a student that's from Cambodia your classmate or your your co-worker that's from Cambodia and you see him doing he or she doing stuff and you're like hmm I remember she talked about on diverse culture that they were celebrated mm, you know but you know be respectful don't just jump into conclusion just because you 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 heard like an information from some from somewhere like be respectful to the people who are actually in that space like who who is part of that culture like be respectful in how you ask them questions or how you want to know um um, their culture and you know the struggle is like what what kind of questions would you ask that would be offensive just don't ask assumption question like oh you know you guys do this don't you like no don't ask stuff like that because that's offensive because I remember very correctly like in high school middle school when people would ask me assumption questions and I'm just like you don't even know what you're talking about so why even ask me because you already know the answer you want the answer that you know from me so why you even asking because you know I won't give you the answer you would just get dirty slap which I couldn't do but you know I give you a dirty slap in my head like questions like oh wow your English is so good did you guys like did you did you have to teach yourself English no, that's that's like an assumption question because in your head you're you're thinking that I had to teach myself English. You're just putting a question mark in there just to sound like you're curious, you know? Like be careful of how you 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 ask people from different cultures questions because I feel like I mean they'll be more than happy to help to answer. They'll be more than happy to to educate people, but at the same time I feel like it is if you if you're curious about something, it's good to go do your research and you know get acquaintance for the information. But don't assume because you already got that information from a research, you know it all. Because it might be it might not be all true and there might be like some some wrong information there. So it would be better if you like you know, maybe like, oh, oh, I got this information from somebody. I just wanted to know if it's if, if if it's if it's true. Like, but also don't be overly like, like I don't know about what I'm saying makes sense. Like, don't be overly. Uh, I don't want to say respectful. Like, oh, an example is like, oh, you know, I heard that you guys uh, from from this website that I'm very interested in, and I heard that you guys. Uh, um slip in the pod is that true like <laughs> that that one can rub people off the wrong way but some people they don't really mind those type of questions you know they're more than happy to sit down and teach you but there's some people that will just give you one dirty slap and be like get the you know away from me don't don't come to me don't talk to me if you want to talk to me talk to me <laughs> okay i'm just going off here so we're just gonna go into our last segment. <laughs> Sorry guys, I was ranting because I've had that experience and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't bad, but it just made me think that like let me not go into the rant, okay? Let me let's leave that for another day, alright? We're gonna we're in our last segment <clears throat> of um interesting facts about the country interesting fact about Cambodia 
Um, and I think the reason why I like doing interesting facts is because there's 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 facts that there's facts that you know it would be nice to know. Just so, like, if people are going to visit or touring, a tourist, is that what they're called? Tourist. They would at least be acquaintance to it. To to not be like, oh, what? You know? I mean, you used to be like, oh, what? Culture shock. Quiet. Sorry. My, my dog is about to, to bark. But. Um, so, our first... I'm going to just say five interesting facts. <sighs> Ooh, okay. <sighs> Breathe. All right. Cambodia has the largest religious monument in the world, which is, of course, one of it is Angkor Wat. That's the most famous, uh, famous um, tourist for people, for tourists to, like, come around. Um, obviously, we've learned, it's an interesting fact, we've learned about it. It has 19 indigenous languages spoken within Cambodia, but Khmer is one of its, it's its only, not one of its, if it's, it's its only official script and language. So, I guess, like, people read in Cambodia and write, sorry, 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 forgive me, read in Khmer and write in Khmer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This is interesting for people who <laughs> like fast food. <laughs> okay. Uh, they said that there's never been a McDonald's in Cambodia. I, I guess. You know. But they have Burger King. They have Burger King. So they still eat burgers called lucky burger oh oh wait wait no the the equivalent of mcdonald's is lucky like there's a there's a there's a there's a restaurant called lucky burger lucky burger jesus Eh. for those of you who this is also interesting there are rumors that they say that cambodia had a a um not had has a uh, gay king so you know if you want to um uh i think that's all i have for the um Obviously, Cambodia is the second largest source for like tourism. So if you if you want to see like the the what's it called the temples, the what is that word called? I said temple, but there's there's another word for that. I don't know why my brain is like. It's not working. I don't know why my brain is not working. I don't know why my brain is not working. Very interesting facts. Um, birthdays are obviously birthdays are westernized. 
culture anyways. The birthdays are not celebrated in Cambodia. We're not going to get to that fact because I don't want to. We could talk about that later, how I think birthdays are westernized. Um, celebration. I mean, every, I feel like everybody else knows because there, there are different ways to celebrate birthdays. Uh, but, you know, the whole generalization of, like, how birthdays are celebrated and everything, so... Okay, guys, so that's it for our... I think I did a bad job in the interesting and fun facts. Um, I, yeah, I think I did a bad job on that one. But So, this this is the final... Epi- this, is, ooh, this is the final segment of our country, which is Cambodia. And to say hello to Cambodians is Chumrupswap. That is the formal way you... There's like a there's also like a body movement in saying that, um, which I should have which I should have um, talked about, but I mean I could talk about it. There's like the formal way and then the informal way, and then there's a body movement to um, to um, greeting that. I should I should do I should have done that I should have um, I should have talked about like the body movement of like greeting people in Cambodian Cambodia that would have been helpful um, so chum 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 my gosh chum to my Cambodians to the the people who of 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 of, of the ethnicity of Khmer. And all of that ethnicity in Cambodia. This episode was lovely. Um, and I hope you guys learned something new in this episode. I'm going to... Tr- I'm trying to do, like, uh, different different new stuff. I'm going to try... Moving forward, I'm going to try to do different new stuff in the segments. Just to, like, you know, how, like, ask questions and in- 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 interact but um like i said this is diverse culture where we both of us the listener and the the person speaking learn new things together okay share this to your friends and family to your enemies to people that you don't know to strangers uh to get more acquaintance in diverse culture so we can evolve in doing better stuff and more stuff because i really want to like incorporate bringing people from the countries that i'm speaking we're going to talk about so they can talk about you know from this perspective of the actual person from that country because i feel like that's so important instead of someone who's learned just doing research about that country to talk about it which is also important but you know getting the person from that place from exactly from that um country is very very important um like i said follow um diverse culture on instagram i think it is underscore diverse culture um just started an instagram i'm going to be posting like if i'm doing like new things it's just gonna be interactive like if you want to get interactive with it go follow diverse culture on instagram i'm pretty sure you see it once you go once you go to the search bar and click 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 type diverse culture you will see the picture the logo of it right there thank you for listening hope you guys have a blessed day and continue to learn more and teach other people new stuff 
Bye.